Welcome back to 3BM Podcast. You got Kevin and Gene here. Hey, welcome back, family. Welcome back to 3BM, where we are equipping men to find their purpose and calling so they can glorify God. Gene, let them know what we're getting into today, my bro. Man, we are in our second spiritual discipline. So if you were with us last time, we talked about prayer. The next stack in the spiritual pillar is going to be reading scripture. So Okay, so that this this spiritual discipline in this particular pillar of spirituality is uh, reading scripture. Okay. Yeah, so that's block, block number two, if you will. Okay, great. And, and so we're going to talk about why is reading scripture important? Dun, 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 right? <laughs> <laughs> Are you giving us a quick overview? Cool. Yeah, Go ahead. So yep. uh, we're going to get into some benefits and some negatives there. Um, we're going to talk about how do we read scripture. Okay, then that's in boats. We're going to talk about hindrances to reading scripture and how to form habit loops. And then... We're gonna, of course, we're gonna get into our call of action for the whole, the whole deal. So, okay. So stick with us. This is gonna be a long one, boys. Cool. Uh, it's, but, uh, it's gonna be a long one. Not on. <laughs> they'll set it up that way. We don't know how how we're gonna go. Uh, but yeah. Also, uh, shout out to some of our references of where we got some of our research. Uh, oh yeah. Those. So, uh, maybe you've been following us along. You've been wondering where some of our information comes from, but it comes from many places. But a few of them off the top here. Got questions. Um, Edward mm. Burke, the philosopher mm. uh, uh, and, and uh, um, theologian, Christian Duhigs. We're gonna say Ch- Charles Duhigs. Char- Charles Duhigs. Yes. I'm and, sorry. And, and the book, and, and this is the book. The book is called The Habit Loop, and the name of the author is Charles Duhigs. Forgive us if we butchering your name, my uh, brother. We, we, we apologize about that. And then, of course, the one and only. The great Word of God, the Bible. So, yes, the great uh, you know, Word of God. You, you may have may have heard us reference that a time or two. Maybe a little bit, just a little bit. <laughs> so, just a little bit. So, uh, um, but yeah, yeah everything is coming back to those things, and so, um, and that's particular to this episode. Yeah, for sure, for sure, and also like at three BM, guys, you know that one one of our purposes that we want to build community, and. There's multiple ways you guys can do this. Tell them how, Kevin. All right, then. All right. The first one is call us at our hotline, 816-239-0410, or email us at 3bm at, at d7lp.com, or you can follow us on Twitter. You just type 3bm in the search. We pop up right there. The first one is up there. And also, do not forget to hit that notification bell so you can stay up to date with all our new and fresh content that's coming out. So, all right, then. Please, let's, I mean, please do hit us up. Let us get those prayer requests in and anything that you guys are going yes. through. Any way that we can help, we definitely want to be a resource and, and, and help. Uh, we have many connections across the country that we will be happy to connect with you guys in any way we can. For sure. And and and, and even as as we are now digging, like, into the meat and marrow of, you know, as far as this particular pillar, which is spirituality, we're talking about spiritual disciplines, we don't want to forget the the you know the the mountain top view is that the whole purpose of this is that for us to equip one another, equip each other, so we can live our purpose and calling. That's the whole purpose, with the idea that we can glorify God by doing what we've been made on this earth to do. You know, it's again, we want to talk about the difference between existing and living. Jesus said, "I came to give you life and that more abundantly," and that's what we want. We don't want to just work nine to fives or just go on that few, you know, few vacation every year and just just going through the muck and mire. No, we want to have purpose. We want to have fulfillment. We want to have joy. We want to have that ability to have that call of adventure. And that goes with finding out and living our purpose and calling. So, yeah, let's yeah. jump into one of our next. We're going to go right at it, Kevin. So tell us. Why is it important to read scripture? There has to be a reason. There has to be a reason. Now, I don't know. I don't know. You said me to tell y'all. <laughs> I ain't that smart, son. 
Um, I mean, man, there's multiple reasons, man. Like, for example, in Romans 12, right? It says that how do we know? It said, how do we know what the will of God is? It's by us renewing our minds in the word of God. So there's one thing right there. If we want to know what is our purpose and calling in life, it is going into scripture in prayer while the Holy Spirit is doing his thing. And for us to listen to the Lord and renew our minds in the word of God so we can get ideas. Okay, Lord, what is the principles? What is the direction you want me to go to me to figure out my calling and purpose on this earth while I'm even here? Why do I exist? And then that's, that's, that's one of the reasons why. Second reason is God's word is immutable. Why? God is immutable. For those who listen out there, what the heck immutable means? It means that God never changed. He just said yesterday, today, and forevermore. So therefore, if God's word is through every season, every millennia, and every century, is that we can have trust in the fact that what he says, even Jesus says that the word of God will not pass to every iota is fulfilled in the word of God. God's word is to stay. As times go, seasons go, if everything changes, God's word is infallible. So that's one of the second reason why. The second, a third reason why is that, again, once we figure out what our calling and purpose is, we need to be equipped. Mm. And one of the main tools to get equipped is the word of God. So that's that's why it's important. So you I, know that, that, that brings up to me this quote from Edward Burke, um, like I said, a theologian, a philosopher, and he said, to read without reflecting is like eating without digesting. Right. Mm, repeat that again. That's that's so, that's deep. So to read without reflecting is like eating without digesting. Huh. And he goes on to say we cannot afford to eat God's word without digesting it. Mm. Right. And so you're talking about why do we I mean, we're talking about why do we read it? Why is it important? Well, it's right there. It's right there. Like you can't live if you don't digest the food. It doesn't break down. It doesn't yeah. pass through you and, and deliver the nutrients to the different systems. For sure. You die. So it's. It's the same thing. We're mm -hmm. talking about spiritual life here. You die. You die spiritually if yeah. you're not in the word. Like you, you can't live. You, yeah. You're not watered. You're not taken into sustenance and the, and the resources given. That's a great point. Let me ask you, like, um, why do you? And again, I'm just speculating here. I don't know. I don't have statistics in front of me, but I know. I have a statistic I read. I forgot where. I think it was a Barnum poll or something that says that majority of people who call themselves Christian do not read the word. Why do you think there's an uh, epidemic, if you will, of people, their only sustenance of the word of God, you're talking about digesting and getting your nutrients, is from, you know, a pulpit or from or whatever it is. Like, why don't they, why don't us as believers, we don't get in the word of God as we should? Yeah, I think it would boil down to simply that it's too challenging sometimes, right? Like, too challenging. We, we, we don't like hard. People are inherently lazy, right? Like it, it's people just, are inherently lazy. Okay, that that is it's what we are. Like we choose, as as human beings, we always choose the easy road. Like if you mm -hmm. if you're given a choice, I mean just just be real honest. Like if you're given a choice. We got kids. You and yeah. I both. Yep. You're given the choice of watching the game or hanging out with the kids and and, and doing and spending time changing diapers and making sure they're fed. Which one would you prefer to do? Yeah, yeah. Not, not which one you're gonna do, but which yeah. one would you prefer to do? Well, you, me being millennial, I like to put people in the box. So you know, I gotta hit you with the qualifier. What game are you talking about? If you're watching those trash Georgia Bulldogs, I got, I'm changing the oh, diapers. Two time, champion. Two -time champions. <laughs> oh, what, what you got on University of Miami? Holla at me. Okay. Holla at me. All uh, right. We, we, we beat them many a time. All right. Okay. It's been a long time since we were two-time champion in a row now. <laughs> yeah, okay. But go ahead. Go ahead. We'll get back to that. All right. 
Oh, you want to? We're talking about the Bible. We're talking about football. Right uh, go, go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Uh, it, it it literally it boils down to right options, and so when we think of like our options, like what's more exciting to us right now and today, uh-huh. binging on Netflix or spending an hour reading the word. I, 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 I think you're right. I think I, I, yeah. I, I'm remiss to say like, and, and, and don't get me wrong. I love, I love entertainment too. Mm-hmm. Right. I do. But it, it took a time in me to develop a love of the scripture. Yeah. Like I had to put the time in to develop that without that. I was yeah. the same as anybody else. No, yeah, I agree. It's 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 a, and it's a constant developing. You never arrive. But I also I think you touch on something much deeper too. Why do we spend X amount of hours on binging on on social media or binging on Netflix or whatever the case may be, rather than binging in the Word of God? And I would, I would, I would say, is because one, we're trying to escape, mm. and I, and that goes back to existing versus living. If you're just existing, you're just doing the just the basic run of the mill type of thing of like you know that you would have no passion for it. Like the less time I get there, the better. I'm just here to collect a check and go home. So when we go home, we want to escape from that reality. And two, in some ways, I think that we think those things are going to rejuvenate us. Like, and, oh, oh, and, I agree. In and, fact, I would say we we think they are. That is resting. Well, yeah. We don't, grasp true rest that's, 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 that's what I'm trying to say yeah when I said we're inherently lazy that's what I mean what we perceive to be the easier road that's yeah. what we take but we don't understand it, it makes me think of that Aesop fable the the, the, the ant and the grasshopper right and the grasshopper's messing about all year uh-huh. and the ants stick, sticking away to food and then at the, oh, yeah, the yeah. winter hits the grasshopper's like oh man like it's cold <laughs> out here I got no food like yeah. and the ant's like yeah you. I told you all these times but he's like I still take care of you but like mm. Right, but that that sense of like that's us, right? We are mm-hmm. the grasshopper. We want to muck around in the field and enjoy all the good weather, and then yeah. when it turns sideways, that's when we're like, oh, I'm I'm in a hospital, about to die. Oh, let me start thinking about Jesus. Right. Well. Right. Quick question: that that analogy that you just gave, when 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 was that written? Gosh, I have no idea. What? Way long time ago. I know that. What? The forties, the fifties. What? Oh, it's be before that. Aesop Fables is like. Medieval times, you know. That's crazy. So let's just say the fifth. They say the sixteen, fifteen hundred. You know what's crazy about it? Proverbs, yeah, in the Bible, which is like literally like three thousand years old, gave that same example. I think in Proverbs sixteen, when it talks about you yeah. sluggard, look at, follow the ways of the ant. So that goes back exactly what we're talking well, about. Who, who did the, Aesop quote? Right. He, exactly. He quoted the Bible. Exactly. So. Exactly. But it goes back to the fact that like right then and there, that principle can, if you really apply it in a real practical way, it can can equip you. To do what you are called to do, so but I, I yeah. think I, I, so that that's just an example of that. But I, I would agree with that, man. Like, yeah. and self care, it's much deeper than just watching Netflix. It is like self care is deep is much deeper than just you know uh, having that that escape or whatever the case may be. Escapism is not self care. You may be, may be a part of it. Not there no shade against your subscriptions where you are, but if you do that alone for your self care regiment, yeah. you're not going to be rejuvenated. No, I agree with you. And it also, it actually brings up another story in my mind. And, and we were talking about this earlier. But uh, if you guys have ever heard this story about the, the young man whose dad gave him a Bible when he went to college. Mm-hmm. And he was frustrated. And he got annoyed with his dad. I can't believe he gave me his Bible. Yeah. I needed a car. I needed this, that, and the other thing. And all these things, right? And so, and I've heard other ver- variations of the story. But this one I'm, I'm speaking to in this particular sense is so... Yeah. Flash forward 30, whatever it is, years in the future, and the, and the guy's dad passes away, and he sees that Bible, 
that his dad gave him, and he goes to pick it up, and he drops it, and it and it unfolds, and money falls out, mm. and and it come to find out, it's thirty thousand dollars was wow. in the folds of this Bible in different scriptures. Wow! And and all this time, this man spent angry at his father for not helping him out all these things, and his dad's thing probably thinking to himself, I I gave you a Bible that's thirty thousand dollars, mm. like what did you do with that money? And then and I think about that in my own life, all these times when. How frustrated would you be in times when you were like, man, I'm starving, I can't eat tonight? Yeah. Or this this circumstance, maybe you haven't been to that extreme. You got, thir- you I got just, 30K. I had $30,000 just rocking with me this whole time. I had no idea. Yeah. Because I was too obstinate to open the Bible. And had I done that, mm-hmm. I would have seen that. And, wow. and what did he tell his son when he gave him the Bible? He said a very simple thing. Everything you need, you'll find within. Mm. And so... That's deep. And he's talking. He, he was talking, talking about two yeah, things. Yeah, right? it's twofold. He, he, he was talking about the financial, but he was also talking about the spiritual. Yeah. And, and then here we are, unwilling to open the word, and then we, we cut ourselves off mm-hmm. from any any spiritual sense, and we're we say, oh, well, I'm a Christian, this, that, and the other thing. Well, how? How? Yeah. If you don't read the word, how? If you don't pray, how? Like, what are you? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. What, how are you? How are you? Those? How are you a Christian? How are you a believer when you've cut yourself off? From the well, I, I, I don't, I don't, I, w- I wouldn't get it so far as their, their salvation, whether they're a believer or not. But I will definitely say, if, if, how are you? Can you be a mature or healthy believer if you're not doing those things? Well, I, but I do think of it in the sense of like, and Christ told us this, right? What that that seeds are going to be planted in thorny grass, and they're okay. going to try and yeah. grow up, and they're going to get choked out and die. Yeah, and so. That what I mean by how is not questioning whether or not you are safe, but questioning whether or not you are allowing your salvation to be choked out and dying because you're you're not but, but actively participating you, in it. When right? you say there's salvation being choked out and dying, are you saying that people don't practice that sort of spiritual discipline, they, their salvation can be lost? Is that what you're saying? Not necessarily, but I'm saying that like if if you're so ingrained in secular living and, and uh-huh. not doing the fruits and not and not doing the spiritual disciplines. Yeah. You're not uh, to, to farming as a as a perfect analogy in that sense of like yeah, the farmer doesn't just throw the seeds out in the field and go all right and then come back in six months and there's crops there. True. He puts the time in right. He goes there and he tills the land. He puts all the work in. True. In that and if you're not doing the same like you can't really expect to yield a crop. No, I agree. They yeah. can't they can't expect you to crop. But sometimes you have farmers that just out in the, out in the towns passed out drunk. So it's so what I'm saying like you got some believers who who are backslidden and you got and then and you got some people who may not be believers, but it comes to the point where And I'm not yeah. I'm not speaking to are you saved or not are you yeah. not safe? But that what we've talked about many times before is introspectiveness. What? Oh yeah, the, for thinking sure. Thinking on those things like I'm not questioning your salvation. Yeah, you are the only one that can question your salvation. I can't question that. You, oh the Lord, you tell yeah. Me, yeah, yeah. You tell me you're a believer. Like I, I take you at face value. I, I don't know you. I have, yeah, and, and I'm not going to know your heart. Those things. God knows all these things. You, you say you shot. Yeah, I, I would never say somebody's so, not saved so, or saved. But so that's not for me to say. But if I see somebody wilding out here in these streets, I ain't gonna. I'm not gonna front. Be like. Mm. You know, I'm not going to say that he, this, that, a third. Prime example, I'm not going to say now because what the stuff he's doing right now that everything he did was a sham. Kanye West, if you're listening out there. I might say everything he's saying is a sham as far as the G- Jesus' King album and all that stuff. I can't say that. But it does make me wonder, like, hmm. Like it, but, I must, but I cannot sit there and say that he's not saved or not saved. It's up to God. Because Jesus yeah. clearly says that, that he would send his angels to separate the wheat from the chaff, those who are saved and not saved. So, But it does make me wonder. You know what I mean? That's if well, I, and John yeah. told us in Revelations, right? That, what? that Christ is going to say, away from me, some of you 
oh I, yeah offside of my name i don't know you for right? sure and, and and that is like and i i talked about this before as that's one of my biggest fears of that is like believing that lie that i am something that i'm not yeah and so like introspectiveness being key and i do think that is that sense if i'm not reading the scripture i'm not doing these spiritual disciplines yeah then my introspectiveness is going to be kind of wonky i would think because but, yeah because, because like what am i basing that off of right but the fire alarm of your introspective if you're listening is the holy spirit it's the yeah. conviction of the spirit yeah like so if you're not feeling convicted they're they're not but even even flag, but. E let's be real even our own lives is times where god has convicted us and where our hearts are so callous we're oh, so sure. dejected where that conviction is not turned up to where it's supposed to be like we just choose to ignore it oh, so sure. so you got if you got if you're struggling out there and you're going through that i'll definitely encourage you guys to to reach out to the Lord, cry out to God. He wants to get back connected with you, which he's the source. And so we got those believers that are like that. You know, and, and if you need some prayer, call us 816-239-0410. We'd love to connect with you. So yeah, but you have those individuals like that. But I hear what you're saying. It's like we, you, you have to get back to that. Perfectly, I think, is that we haven't arrived, right? We, no, we, we have like to we like to think that we have. And so some of you may be listening to this podcast and say, Well, I'm already a biblical man. I, I understand mm. what that means, but well, you gotta you gotta examine the foundations. You know, when you think about sure. a, a house, like you you live in the house, no matter when it was built. Mm -hmm. At some point, you gotta go through. You gotta put a new roof on. Right. You gotta retile things. You gotta put. You gotta shore up the foundation. You gotta Facts. do all these things. So if you're not doing those things, yeah, you risk damage. You risk yeah. trouble. Yeah. Right. You risk inviting in situations. Right. That that are harmful to you. So that's what we're talking about, and and I'm not talking about that you're no longer saved or, or yeah. this, this that and the other. And but I think I'm, you made a great you made that. you made a great point last but that you talked about the fact that if you're not doing that introspective, you can cause self damage. You can cause self harm yeah. to yourself and your community. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. We're 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 in it together as a body. So yeah. whatever I do affects you, even though we we love to think that that's not the case. Yeah. But it, but it is. We we are everything that we do has an a cause and an effect. Yeah, and, and it's either going to be good or it's going to be bad. That's the only two choices. As facts, there, there is no neutral cause and effect. I agree. It, it, it's either going to be good or it's going to be bad. And I agree. So I personally want to choose as much good as I can versus as <laughs> much bad. Right. I don't want people to remember me as the as a. Mm, I, say, as a, I, I'm not going to say this, but uh, I don't want to be remembered as a negative in in the, in, the yeah. hi, in history. I want to be a neck a neck positive, much as possible. You know, you know. But um, let me let me let me actually like. Uh, let's, let's let's jump into like the nuts, the nuts and bolts of like how 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 do we actually? Let me tell you, actually, Eugene, you give me your experience. Um, how do we actually read scripture? Like for you personally, yeah. what what do you do to get yourself to to get into that mode and get into the Word of God and and like you said, getting that nourishment? Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to um, in that how do I how do I do it is is how did I start doing it? Okay. Um, so when I first grasped, okay, I understand, I need to read. The scripture. Well, right. those of you that work out will understand this. When you mm -hmm. work out in the morning, it really sets your day up right. properly. It's a great it, point. It, you just have a better day. You feel more Physi energized. Phys physiologically, too. Yeah, you know, the benefits just, you have of that. You just day, have yeah. a generally better day. Mm -hmm. Right? Now the same thing can be said about spiritual sense. And mm -hmm. so I realized, okay, what I used to do was have my quiet time at the end of the day. Okay. Because that's when I, I felt I had more time. But really, what I, I realized, okay, what am I doing in the morning where I could be doing this? Yeah. And so it was a simple thing for me, and this it's kind of grimy to talk about, but uh, but I did, like, <laughs> yeah. I, I realized, okay, in the morning, I spent 20, 25 minutes on a toilet. What am mm -hmm. I doing? 
I'm just messing around Facebook. That's, that's a great question. What are you doing, bro? Mail, like looking through my emails. Yeah. Just generally looking at the the context of what's going on in the world. Yeah. Nothing but piddling around. Mm-hmm. And so what I did is I took that time and said, okay, let me pop open you version. I have the app on my phone mm-hmm. instead. And then it started with, I just went with their daily verse, whatever yeah. they have for the day. Yeah. And I read that. Okay. And I read it again. And I let read me it ask you, time. you did that because... Because you already do that in the morning to begin with? Is something already part of your, your daily routine already? No. So I was already going to the restroom I got part, you. but I wasn't spending the time in the scripture. Ah, I got and you. I always had the excuse of, well, I got to use the restroom. I got to take my shower. I got to get eat breakfast. Yeah. I got to do my thing. I got to hit the gym. And then I got to go to work. Yeah. And so uh, I don't have time in the morning. Mm. Or so I, I said earlier, right? I had to find the time. And so I always felt like at the end of the day, I had more time. Mm. So it was like, all right, before I go to bed, okay, I can just get a little less sleep. I got you. But it was hard for me to say I'll wake up a little bit earlier. <laughs> I was waking, waking up. And at the time when I started this, I was getting up at 3.30 in the morning. Sheesh. So for me to say I'm going to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning so I can spend time in the Word, I, that was unrealistic for me. 3.30 is unrealistic. That's a heathen hours right went, there. Yeah, Who getting up at I was that at the hour? Gym Not by me. Four. I, was, I was at the gym by 4. I spent an hour in the gym and then went to work. I was at work at six, and I would be. Let me let me ask you. I think that's a great point. I'm sorry to cut you. I'll let you continue. Why was it easier for you to go to the gym at four a.m. in the morning in those godforsaken hours rather than taking some time to read the scripture? Why was that easier for you? Well, for one, I would say this is that I did read the scripture, but I read it later in the day, mm-hmm. and so it was an in cap, so it didn't help me through the day. Right. No, I'm saying in the morning. Like, but in the morning, it, yeah. was, it was, and it, and it wasn't even, going to the gym wasn't easy to get started with. I had to to start doing it, right? Oh, so already a habit already. Yeah, so I, I built that habit up of doing it. Okay. And so it was the same thing. I had to form the habit of doing it. And so for me to do that was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to the restroom. That's happening. Like, I wake up, I got to take a leak. That's yeah. happening no matter what happens. Yeah. And so I was like, how do I get the word in in that time? And so I started doing that regimen of, of mm. getting a universe reading that one thing yeah and what i was doing at night i was i was doing a devotion whatever devotion i did many many different devotions okay and so that, that was how i was doing it at night but i realized like that not i want to say it had no effect but it because it was the end cap mm-hmm. yeah I had, I had a good night's sleep mm. but, but my day was trash gotcha like no matter how positive and great I felt after the gym, yeah. something would happen during the day, and it would put me in a sour mood. That's, I'd be frustrated. I'd yeah. be all these things, and I had no positivity outlook. Yeah. And I tried, oh, well, I'll listen to K-Love and, and, get, and get the get some positive music. K-Love. I'll just listen to some Christian rap, and I'll get uh, and I'll get some positivity that way. Yeah. But I realized that that only takes you so far because mm. my foundation was too weak. Mm. And so I said, okay, what am I going to do different? Correct me if I'm wrong. So you're, you're saying one of like the byproducts of reading scripture in the first part of your day is that it gives you that oomph, it gives you that, I guess you said, positivity you need to to, to it, have a productive day. Or the power even, I don't even say it gives me positivity, but it gives me a proper mental perspective for mm, the day. Mm. When I'm looking at the day through the lens of God, yeah. no matter what stuff happens, yeah. It, it rolls off you because I'm I'm looking at God all day. Man, isn't that fascinating, bro? The power of our mind. Yeah. The, so you're like, oh, I just read Psalms one this yeah. morning, and then like, now throughout the day, I'm just kind of meditating on Psalms one. Yeah. Because on my mind, because it's the first thing I read in the morning. No, it it, 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 it just keeps coming up, and things come up, and I'm like, yeah. Let me put the hand. Up, let me just stop that for a second. Right. And let that slide off, and but, it was but like, it, man. But it's amazing, bro. Like, how can people say there's no God? Like, think about this, how intricate and how 
like woven and how how our, our parts are just in our bodies are just fascinating t- to think about that. The, basically, you're saying that because I'm reading the word of God, I have a different perspective that changed the whole outlook of my day. Prior yeah. to if I'm not reading it, I have a whole different outlet outlet of my day. If, how can it say there is no God? Look how powerful mm. the mind is. If you thought working out first thing in the morning is amazing, read scripture and then go work out. See yeah. how you feel. <laughs> what you what you gonna be bitching four fifty in this mug? Okay, but I mean it just it, it just literally is effective in that way. And so what happened is a couple weeks of doing that. Yeah. All of a sudden, I got excited in the morning. Okay. To read scripture, right? And so I was like, I wonder what God's gonna reveal to me today. Mm. And so then it became now I don't have to sit in the restroom to get it in, even though I still woke up how to use the restroom all those things because yeah. I was already excited when I woke up to get into scripture. Ah. I was able to grab my Bible yeah. and just flip to wherever God wanted me to be and then and just take in that knowledge in the morning. And so it was like, boom, like now all of a sudden now I'm hungry to do it. I'm excited mm. to do it. Now it's not a chore. It's not a thing that I, it's yeah. not a labor of love anymore. It's a pure fascination in love mm. versus a labor of love being like, I had to, I, I love you guys. So I'm doing this cause I know I'm supposed to. So, so that, so that, that, that curiosity that you talk about and, and wanted to know what the, it is, that, that was the reward for you then. It was like that, that was the, the pot. Well, it, it became a reward in and of itself, but the real reward was the, the outlook of my day. Uh-huh. I realized I had less crummy days. Mm. No matter, I still had the same scenarios. And right? I had crazy customers. I had this, that, and the other thing happened. Uh, you know, had to end up working late. Whatever the case may be, uh, bad traffic, it, this, that, and, and mm. whatever, right? Yeah. Those all still happened. But my mind frame was different because I was in the word first thing. Right. So it was like I could take those punches and roll with them. Right. Whereas before it was like... You know, I I was like anybody. I, right. I'd be road raging. I'd be cursing people. I'd be right. feeling a certain type of way. I'd be I'm, all this kind of I'm, stuff. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna think about that. Next time I'm on the road, somebody flip me the bird. Bro, you ain't read your Bible this morning. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Right. Hey, I, I'll be out you the window. I'll be out the window. <laughs> like here's Psalms one. What are you doing, my guy? Like, okay. Yeah, but like, that's interesting. It, and that was for me. Everybody's gonna feel a a, a different um, context there. I do think you probably will find. That positivity you read in the first thing in the morning. Yeah, I, I could be wrong, but but I also realized like that that time in and, and that's what worked for me was you gotta find what's gonna work for you. Yeah, it, you know what what's good for me is not necessarily gonna be good for you. No, we just explore and, like and, some of the things. So, yeah, and, you know. So what what are some ways that you you do that? Kevin? Yeah, when I first I guess going to the same vein you're talking. When I first started, it was like I had no idea, bro. I because I didn't grow up in the church. I had I like I said in the previous episode. You guys can check it out when we talked about. Uh, uh, the other spiritual discipline, which is prayer. You, you, and I remember talking that particular episode, how, bro, I remember like, I seen the Husao, Hushaevers, and Hidrado, and, and the, all these King James versions. I had no idea. I was, it literally was a luck in prayer. God showed me. Is this English? Yeah, right. <laughs> like, I, I failed English class, okay? I didn't take Shakespeare, okay? I'm sorry. I don't know who Hamlet to be or not to be. I don't yeah. know. You know, so it was, it was a whole nother level, but. I, the first thing I remember me getting the uh, NIV Study Bible that mm. changed that changed the game. One because it was in regular English, and two because it had on the bottom it had different notes on it that gave me the more context of what was happening in that particular passage. And in me just being a, a lover of history, what I first did when I first got saved, literally a lot of a lot of my time was spent in the Old Testament because what fascinated me so much was like trying to find like the the, the historical flow of the whole entire Old Testament 
by identifying the markers in the kingdoms. I mean, the, mm. that the kingdom that took them over. Like, okay, you got Egypt was a powerhouse. Yeah. Then you had the Assyrians was a powerhouse. And then you had the Babylonians. And the Babylonians got conquered by the Persians. And the Persians got conquered by the Greeks, Alexander the Great. And then you got the Romans and now Jesus' time. So it's fascinating to me to kind of see that flow of history throughout the, the different empires. That's funny. Cause yeah. The, you correct me if I'm wrong, but right. what you're saying that made it real for you because you're like, yeah. oh, I can I can go look in the in yeah. world history and see yeah what the Old Testament said happened happened so yeah like, like in the order book in the book of Daniel when it talks about in particular when the time the Persians took over and how they took over Babylon and what they do or or or, or Xerxes how he freed the Jewish people from captivity and sent them back to Judea and how you can see that's happening. Or in Daniel, he predicted Alexander the Great in Daniel. I think it was Daniel 9. It talks about, and it, it clearly, the historical evidence, this was written before Alexander was born, but it's prophesying of Alexander, of the Roman Empire, of all these different things. So it was like, that was fascinating to me to see the different empires in the context of history. Shout out to my guy, Kevin Robertson, but he, uh, he had mentioned this in a Christmas message um, a couple weeks ago, but he had said that all the times that Israel was conquered and they were pulled into different yeah. entities like Babylon, like the Persian Empire, right? Mm -hmm. Then you fast forward and the three wise men that came, mm. they were from those particular empires. Facts. That, that had captured Israelites. So how do they know those, the message of the Messiah was because they had captured those mm. yeah. people. And so they had studied those scriptures also. Right. So full circle. Full circle, yeah. <laughs> and they, they knew before the even people of Jerusalem knew. So, you know, Herod or any of them knew, you know, so so to me, I think starting off for me, that was I started off with just looking at the historical aspect of the Bible. And then that made me more fascinating about the hit like the, the narratives of sure. the Bible. And then I start then I start realizing the differences of the type of scriptures you have. You know, you have the Old Testament is very narrative form. So you have understand the narrative parts of scripture, understanding the uh, the wisdom books like Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, Job. Um, um, what's the other one? It's that, funny how they all play together, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And, like, and, 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 you don't really grasp yeah. it, but then you do. Like right, and like it's, diff it's different type of literature. And then you had the prophets, and I mean, so it was it was fascinating to me to kind of see the the big overview things. But now today, to me, what I do of just of me just developing over time and starting off small is just it's three ways that I do it. It, and I realized the importance of them. One, the one way I do it is like you mentioned before, just devotionals. To me, it's like those those way I need to, I need to check in, make sure my gauge is being filled so I can be ready for the day as well. And I do that normally just through Psalms and Proverbs. So I'll just read like a one Psalm or read one Proverbs, sit there and meditate or just get it in my heart so I can know where it's at just to check in. And then every Sunday, I try my best to do do a book study. So I try to do at least one book of the Bible every month. And, I, and, I, and I'll jump in a little deeper after I get this next point of how I actually go about doing the book study because I think it's pretty cool. Um, and then the third way is doing like a, a, a yearly auto, like Bible audio reading. Because to me, I can't sit down and read a whole Bible like like cover to cover. So, you know, you, you bring up a good point. We're talking about reading the scripture, but yeah, um, is reading the scripture only physically opening a, a hardcover or, or softcover Bible? Yeah, and leafing through the pages is that the only way to read scripture? And I and I would rebuttal that as a as a as, as a typical millennial with another question <laughs> is that uh, your wife is the only way that she can say she loves you by writing a letter? You know, so it's a good point. So I I actually and I I espoused for me building that habit. How I did it was through the U version Bible app. So yeah, and, and that now what I do now for me it, it couples back right. 
you were talking about what you do now, and I, and for me, is we were talking about prayer previously, but they stack together for me. Yeah. When I do my quiet time in the morning and I open my physical Bible, I'm also praying. Right. God reveal to me right. what you want me to know today, the knowledge you need me to have for today. Yeah. Show me that. And then I flip into the Bible, and it's always somewhere different. Yeah. And, and I especially pray that on the first day of the week mm-hmm. for me, which is Monday, uh, when I look at this is my start of my week. Yeah. And it'll be something like, oh, you're in Job now. And so I'm like, okay, so for this whole week, yeah, I meditate on Job. The Bible verse, yeah. And so, and so, and not, not, um, and so that's, that's how I do it in the physical copy. Yeah. Um, but that's not to say it's negative, but then even more so now I've started in, in the activity throughout my day is also playing the Bible audio. Yeah. And so I'm listening to that throughout the day so now i'm like yeah i have my quiet time in the morning and mm-hmm. also throughout the day yeah whatever it is i'm doing laundry i'm taking care of kids I'm, whatever it is i'm yeah. doing i'm listening to scripture also and so i was like man not only do i have the foundation of morning throughout right the rest right of the day, I'm yeah and, and and i think another great uh app if on there for you guys an uh, audiobook i love it because it got the drama it got the symphonies there. it's called bible.is bible.is it's an amazing app it's free it's like a dramatization of scripture. But also to answer your question too, your earlier question, and not be so facetious, is, is the fact of Romans 10 talks about that faith comes through hearing and hearing the word of God. And also many times the Old and New Testament, those books weren't meant, especially the New Testament, those, the, the, when the author wrote these particular books, these books weren't in some essence meant to be read. I mean, it, it was meant to be read, but it was meant to be a, a speaker reading it to the audience of people. So, for example, if Paul gave Romans or Galatians, like, I give here Timothy with this letter, go in front of the congregation and read this letter in front of the whole congregation of people. So, so in actuality, it's it's really better, you know, for us to listen to the word. I'm going to say better. it's, It's another way. And listening to the word of God, you get to see the themes. It's on and, par with. Yeah, you, it's on par. You get you get to see the, the themes and the motifs, especially Psalms. Psalms is, is oh, yeah. it's a musical com, um, composition. Yeah. So just reading it, it you, you can get it, but it's almost, it's almost so much less you can get it as far as we're not, listening. We're not saying that hymns are the best. We're, I mean, they are the best, <laughs> but we aren't, we aren't saying that. Yeah, so I, I think it's on par of that. Listen to the word of God. One, it says in Romans 10, we, we, we get faith by hearing the word of God, but also these books were meant to be oratory it, it was meant to be given and uh to audience and people listen and because in another reason a lot of people in ancient times they weren't literate mm. so they, they they didn't have chance to go books mind you the printing press wasn't invented to the 1500s so they one they didn't even have a copy to read on their own like we have now but second of all they weren't they weren't lit, a lot of people weren't literate to the point where they could sit and read a book it was a privilege to go and to go to school and learn how to read and get these things. So they were really listening more than reading. So that brings me to this question then. If somebody is just listening to this podcast yeah, and just listening to their sermon on Sunday morning, whomever, yeah, um, they're listening to you preach, that, that should suffice, right? They're spending time in the Word and and, and that that's good, right? Or no? Um, I would say it would suffice starting off. You know, a, a baby, a baby doesn't eat a pork chop when he's one month. He needs milk, so I think. But doesn't the baby eat every day? Huh? The baby does eat it every day, so I, I think it's a good start. Whatever your start point is, that you have to start somewhere, but it's not suffice if you want. Because this is what it is. The purpose here is not for you to just. I read my Bible and check it off. That's that's yeah. just that's just check. The purpose is I need to grow in Christ so I can be mature, so I can fulfill my purpose and calling. That is the purpose. So if that if that's your aim. 
The question is, I'm going to get this in as much as I can so I can be equipped and strong. So I, if I'm a baby, if I want to walk, if I want to do different things, if I want to be whatever I am, what babies want to be, I need to get this milk and this sustenance in me. So It goes back to what yeah. we were talking about, the nuts and bolts, like how do we do it, right? Yeah. We study it, we memorize it, we meditate on it. Yeah. Th- those are the three. Not only that, I'll, I, and I'll say four, that we apply it. You know oh, mean? For, absolutely. Yeah. It don't mean nothing to an application. Application, 100%. Yeah. Uh, 100%. It, but actually, and to speak on that, we will actually have a, an entire segment just based off of an entire episode just on applying the, the Bible. So we right. will get into that in a deeper level. Hey guys, we're going to wrap it here for this episode where we're discussing about scripture and reading and the importance of reading scripture. So just want to let you guys know the next episode will be coming out next week. So don't forget to hit that notification bell so you can stay up to date with all our current and new content coming out. And you guys can continue to build this community of men, of manhood that we're focusing on. But yeah, Gene, do you want to close out with some prayer for God to just guide us between now and next week? Absolutely. Uh, Father God, again, we just come before you humbled. Um, to be in your presence, O oh Lord, where you say that uh, two or more are gathered in your name, there too you are. So we just felt your presence, O oh Lord, and we just accept you into our hearts. And we just ask that you would just continue to guide us through your word. Um, as this week continues, as we look into next week, Father God, that you would just continue to guide us through your scripture, that we may be better men uh, for our families, for ourselves, and mostly for you, Father God. And that's the most important. Um, as we seek your will, that uh, we lessen ourselves father god that we quiet our own voice so that we can hear yours better we ask all these things in your most humble and precious name amen grace and peace